Kalimera, Kalispera, Kalinikta, no matter where in this wild, wacky and sometimes wonderful world you might be. Thank you for making the Highbury squad part of your day. Have you missed us as much as we've missed you? Squad Central is back and we're back with a banger. Here we go. Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. Boys and girls don't say we don't do nice things. Joining me once again here at Squad Central, Central is my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Super Kevin Campbell. good to Hello, see God. you after such a long time. We've got plenty to discuss, especially with this man down here. Where is he there? Here I am. Uh, at East Squaddies. Let's Squaddies, let's do it. At East. Welcome once again to Squad Central, one of my favourites. And I don't care if you guys don't like that he's one of my favourites because he is uh, from Talk Sport, Sports Bar and, of the course, Talk Sport uh, host yeah. General. When stepping in on the uh, Drive Time show with Andy Goldstein, who we do have a bone to pick with today, Mr. Jason Cundy. Guys, a pleasure to be here and thank you for asking me again. How are you? <laughs> uh, we're great. Uh, I can, I can yeah, imagine good, you know... You, you know how many emails I've gotten saying, please ask Jason to start the show mm. saying, has anyone seen Tottenham Hotspur? <laughs> has anyone seen Tottenham Hotspur? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Going. Love it. Always Love a good it, sport. Love it. Always a good sport. Thanks, uh, squaddies. Everyone in the house, the usual suspects. We've got Jags. We've got Tammy. we got Mark. we got Marky Mark. We've got Little Soph, um, we've got Carol, the whole gang is here. Um, right, let's kick off, shall we? So, with... can I ask Jason a quick question? You know what? I, I just want you guys to Jamie? go at it, and I'm going to be here to do no, some, like, how you is know... Jamie? Is he all right? <laughs> you know, do, you know, do you know what, Kev? Right, so I spoke to my producer about 15 minutes ago. He's not in tonight. No. no. Get out. No, 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 no. I, I need to, I know. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought, so I'm doing it with Jermaine Pennant. And I said to my producer, "What? He's not in." He said, no, "Apparently, asked for the day off last week." So I've got to, I've got to back up. He was on breakfast this morning with Woodsy. So apparently, he, he fronted up this morning. But no, I thought I was going to have a bit more fun than I'm actually going to have. But he's don't worry, he'll he'll, yeah. he'll stay there. He'll be there tomorrow night. So I'll have him then. I mean, Kev, yeah. that one can go yeah, on forever, get, can't it? it? The six one. If our eight two is still alive oh. and well, that six one's going to live for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the only Live. good news is oh, for me, God. guys, is the fact that Chelsea didn't play this weekend, so I feel fine. <laughs> it's not, it's not often I've sat, I've woke up on a Monday morning thinking, oh my God, what have I got coming this week? Mind you, we do play on Wednesday night, oh. so who knows? Jason, yeah. this must yeah. be the nicest weekend you've had in a long time. Oh, you must... do, do you know what? In, yeah, so within the last three managers, let me try and work this one out. Um, <laughs> yes, yeah, pr pr probably or international break. <laughs> I love it. Well, look, we're going to get to a little bit of your lot because there's some of what's going on with your lot that might affect our lot next season. But I always love, and Kev and I, because we're stuck in a bubble, but Kev does, you know, a lot of other Premier League stuff. For us, Arsenal fans, the outsider, insider, if you like, with, um, with you, Jason. I guess the biggest question is, you know, have we bottled it? Have we choked? And is it over? Oh, it's definitely not over. 
it's, it's, there's no doubt about it. It's still in your own hands. It's definitely not over. Could you be in a better situation? Obviously, yes. I look back over the last two, three games. So Liverpool away. Look, a point at Liverpool, it's never a bad point. I know when you're tuning up, you can go, oh, yeah, it slipped for our fingers. That's not the worst. Where, if you do look back and you don't win it, the games that we'll, you'll look at, in particular, obviously Friday, but tuning up away at West Ham were struggling. You know, and and the game turned, and I, I was amazed that the game turned how it did, because I think if you get the third goal, it's done, it's dusted. But they get the penalty, and the, and from that moment on, it felt like Arsenal were kind of hanging on a little bit, and that's not the Arsenal I've seen this season. So maybe mm-hmm. there is a little bit of nerves, understandably, by the way. You know, this, yeah. you know, you're close, you're really close. Okay, we can park the West Ham one. That, those things happen in a title race. But then what happened on Friday evening? You go, mm, okay, seven goals now in three games. Can't be doing that. And it has... That's the wobble, you know, isn't it? That's the wobble. Well, That's the okay. creak, the wobble, well, the shake. Yeah. Well, the Saliba situation, it's no coincidence, is it? I know Holding has come in and they, 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 they I thought a little bit unfairly on the second goal on against Southampton where he's dropped off to create a bit of space because he was expecting yeah. the ball to be recycled in the three goals you conceded on, on on Friday night all the goals were given away by giving away possession right and one ended up in a corner the third goal ended up with a corner but all goals been given away that's not been Arsenal's game mm-hmm. Arsenal been very very good with the ball so yeah it just shows how how competitive this league is top v bottom who would have seen three three you, you know, um, one of the things that I wanted, Kev, I know Kev wanted to jump. Kev's got a little bit of a delay, but I'm just going to jump in here real quick because, Kev, when before Jason came into the green room, I was asking you, I was like, yeah, I just want to ask Jason. And I asked the Anfield rap guys this in Stevie Nickel and even like Ian Doyle from the Liverpool Echo. They're the team that I can kind of compare us to the most, Jay, in terms of falling off the wagon in the Premier League for so long, haven't won the title in so long. At least it hasn't taken us 30 years. Well, we don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. But... um the feeling of like I, it's the it's the fans, our fans, right? Right now, there's a whole bunch of them that maybe don't know what it is to be in a title race. Mm. Whereas some of us, like Gen Xers, especially, and and the older age of the millennials, have experienced it. Chelsea have been there a lot <laughs> in the Premier League and winning it um, over the last ten, you know, twelve years. How it's the it's the idea of the PTSD, right? We've been here before. We've kind of fallen off the cliff. Mm. But Kevin talks to them about Anfield 89 as well, the losing, the Derby game, the Wimbledon game. Talk to me about that part, you know, the that winning a title doesn't happen in March. No, no. Look, I've never won a title, Sophie, but I've worked in the media long enough now and covered seasons like this, both over Chelsea TV, watching Man United do it, watching Arsenal do it, now watching City do it consistently. So Liverpool have won it on a one-off. The only, the only problem that, when you look back over Liverpool's time in the Premier League under Klopp, they've come up against arguably, if not the one of the best sides this country's ever seen, and one of the best managers this country's ever seen, with the deepest pockets this country's ever seen. So for Arsenal to be where you are right now is an unbelievable achievement. Do not underestimate that. But once you get there, once you get so close, no one's gonna no one's gonna turn around and say, Oh, you know, well done. There's gonna be some hurt and it's gonna be frustration because you're that close. But when I look back over what Chelsea used to do, 
it, it, there's not there's not a team that I can remember winning the Premier League that one point that hasn't had a mini wobble. Maybe Arsenal's Invincibles, you might be able to tell me about that. There's a lot of draws towards the end, but you'd already seen, you know, you pretty much had, had one hand on the trophy. But I go back over the great Manchester United side. They would have their times. They got beat 5-0 away at Newcastle. You know, that they, they had their moments where there was a wobble. What The timing that Arsenal had right now, guys, is, is the timing of the wobble, the timing yeah. of when it's happened. And mm-hmm. it feels now like Manchester City have gone into trophy mode. Yeah, you know, yeah. and there's a they're just like a machine right now. They're churning out results, churning out performances, churning out goals. You know, they're they're in that. They've got their eyes on the prize. I think Arsenal it's not over by any stretch of the imagination. It's in your own hands. Yeah. Think of that. It's in your own hands. You can't ask much more than that. The only obstacle is you've got to go to City. That's and you've got to probably got to go and win. Have you always say to me if you want to win oh, titles? Don't... You want to win titles? You go to City, right? Hit it, take it away, Kev. You got to take it, Jay. My my philosophy is always those great sides that you mentioned. You know, Arsenal, Man United, um, Chelsea sides. Any team who beat them, you have to take it off them. You they're not going to get you on a plate. You're going to have to take it off them. Yeah, Arsenal have I'm made not- life difficult for them 100. percent But isn't this for us in the media, all of us, isn't this the exciting part where oh. you've got the top team going against their rival who are the juggernaut and it's at their place? It's, it's Kev, I heard you say here, this on the... You said, you said this on the breakfast show a couple of couple of days, weeks ago, maybe last week. You said exactly what you said there, and you're absolutely right. I can go back over the Chelsea Chelsea championship winning size when, when Jose was there around Chelsea. You know, you've you've got to go. There's going to be a game where you've got to go and say, do you know what? This is the game we've got to go and win, right? But, of course, the whole season counts. And the, the situation I to find themselves in is you could – there was a stage not that long ago when, in fact, when, Soph, when you messaged me to, to do this, mm-hmm. you all you – all you needed was a draw. So you yeah. could have gone there and then it would have been a different. Now to go there and win, there's, the gloves are off now. That's the way I see it. Arsenal, you've got to go there and you've got to go and win. Simple as. Go and win. If, if Arsenal win that, I think that's a title, the title there's. If City win it, I think the there's titles there. Draw, they were still very much in that kind of unknown territory. So it's, you know, it's not, it's not difficult really to work out from the outside looking in. But I can understand why yeah. Arsenal fans feel a little bit like, oh, you might throw it away. You haven't yet. It's not yet. It's not over. Not by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. Arsenal been the best side I've seen so far, consistently up to this point. But City are coming up on the rails. Yeah, that's what champions do. They they scare you. They can feel the heat on the back of the neck. Oh, it's very uncomfortable. A bit like when you're, uh, you know, in Cyprus in the summer, and that heat's just too <laughs> sticky sometimes. Um, so, Jason, how many, how many, how many title-winning teams have you seen? Have you seen? Just win it easy, because there ain't many. No, there aren't many. Um, but, but, but I mean, there are side, there are teams that have, have looked like winning it very early on. So I go back to Jose's first two trophies, oh five, oh six. You know, those, 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 that team, and the added to that team. That that's probably yeah. the best Chelsea side I I can think of, squad wise, manager wise. Yeah, it's probably. The whole package, that's probably the was best. That, was that the Balakessian squad, Jay? Yeah, that's yeah. when they built on that and Didier came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was, yeah. you know, and yeah, and then and then Ashley Cole came in later. Um, 
But yeah, that so that Chelsea team and squad were, were assembled and they had to manage everything. This Arsenal team, no one saw this 12 months ago. True. I don't remember anyone saying Arsenal going to win the title. Um, so it feels like you're ahead of schedule, but now now you're there. You've got your noses in front. You know, you can see almost see the winning line. You've got your noses in front. But like you said, Kev, no one's gonna City up gonna give it to you. They're, they're chasing the historic, well, almost historic treble. So one for both of you here, one for both of you, because I don't want to dwell, whatever happened at Southampton, and we'll talk about, you know, a little bit about that. Uh, and I want to get to City because there's so much to talk about, right? So the City game on Wednesday, okay, we know like, you know, okay, Ram Ramsdale went from this moment to this moment. I mean, it was horrific. I don't even know how that, you know what, before I move to that question, how does this happen to a professional footballer? How does that happen to a professional footballer? Because if I did that at work, I'd be in a lot of trouble. So, could you do one thing? Could you just go back to the photos and that one? Look where Thomas Partey is pointing. But look at the Southampton striker, Alcaraz, I think it is. He's reading it. They've trapped him. They've made him think that, or is that Theo or whatever? They've made him think that that pass is on. When really, the pass is to hold in. It's the simple pass. Who's but trapped pressure, him, Kev? Our own players or the opposition? No, <laughs> no, no, the opposition. Because <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Look at the Southampton player. He's already onto the pass. Look at him. His body language, the pass hasn't even, it's just about on the penalty spot and he's already read it. So they've set that trap from Ramsdale and Ramsdale's fallen into it. Is that based on what they've seen us do at Bournemouth and how we've have? They've watched, they've watched Arsenal build from the back and they said Ramsdale takes risk playing between you. So what you got to do is maybe not look interested as a forward. And then as soon as he shapes the pass it, you've got to read it. They were onto it, Stolf. They were onto it. And that we got yeah. caught. And then they put it in the net. It's good play Jay? by them. Bad play by Ramsdale. Yeah, it, there's, a, there's a lot of things that have got to happen for, for that. And it was very early on the first minute, right? And it, it kept right. So they've, they've, lulled, they've lulled Ramsdale into a false sense of security. They split. There's three. There's two, and there's a one. And as he's got his head down to pass, they've then sprung that trap. But they've they've got to rely on him making the pass for that to work. If Ramsdale comes out and Holdings on the right hand side, and I believe Gabriel was on the other side, I just wonder. And I'm going to ask you both this: If that's Saliba in that game, does mm-hmm. he Saliba? I mean, look, oh, Saliba. I think he does. I just wonder whether whether that's changed the way that Ramsdale's now thinking. Perhaps. Yes. I'd, yeah, rather, I I'd rather think he does. I think you're right. I think he Kev, does. I'm gonna, uh, Kev, because answer this, because, you, because you've talked about Saliba, and it's not only about his defending. It's what he does. He's our ball carrier, right, from the back. And, and, not, and losing the options that he provides and the spaces that he creates, Jay, it has caused a conundrum for Ben White. It's caused a problem for Gabriel because now Gabriel's – God bless Gabriel, how many kilometers he's run this season and the amount of covering he's had to do uh, for Zinchenko and a whole whole bunch of other players as well. And so for us, that stability, that trust and everything that we've built with this guy at the back 
And I know Gabrielle's been getting a lot of the love lately because Saliba really kind of took it a while for him to get back into the groove of things after the World Cup. My goodness, you're seeing that. But, but, you know, a, a team is made up of a squad. It's not just the starting 11. We can't lose one player again, Kev, and shit the bed and, and lose the opportunity to, to do something. No, we can't. But what we have to understand about not having Saliba there, Saliba is, is so good on the ball. He's the one who can manipulate the ball and play through the lines a lot more comfortable than Rob Holding can. And you know what, Sophie? As a striker, as a striker, if I know you're good on the ball and you could keep playing that, there's only so many times I go to pressure you because you mm -hmm. play around me too much. You Basically, I'm running around for nothing because I'm, no, I'm getting nowhere near the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The great thing for Southampton was they're licking their lips because they've got Rob Holding in that back four. They've got Ramsdale and there's, they're not assured. They're not sure of what they're going to do. You give it to Holding, Holding going to move into the field and play a, a nice pass into Erdegaard or Partey or, or switch the ball out to Martinelli. He's not going to do that, especially under duress. So what do Southampton do? They set their stall out to, to put Arsenal under huge pressure as quickly as they can. And the first two goals came from Southampton pressure. Yeah, yeah and also I'm thinking back now when you're talking there, Kev, about the other goals you conceded. And, I, and I've gone back to the West Ham game when you were cruising there. And it was Thomas Partey that got caught in possession by Declan Rice, you know, that high press again. I, yeah. So I, I just wonder whether they've seen a little bit of that going on as well because Arsenal like to play out. But in actual fact, it's hard to legislate for that pass that Ramsdale's done. I'd like to know how many times he's given the ball away with his feet this season. It's probably in single figures would be my guess. Maybe mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being a bit too kind. Maybe it's, but it, it ain't many. It's not many like that. And the problem you've got is so early in the game and you get punished. We would not be talking about this if Alcaraz has a touch, gets his head down, drills his shot, goes over the bar, and then we move on. We won't be talking. The only reason it's become now a talking point because it ends up in the back of the net. Yeah, unfortunate situation. And um, Kev and Jay, I want to ask you guys this too, because a lot of the stuff that's come in from the listeners is, right, Thomas Partey has been incredible for us this season. He's been ridiculously good. His best season in an Arsenal shirt, no doubt about it. Um, leading on the pitch, doing all the right things. But my goodness, he has been rough in the last three or four games. And what I don't understand, Jay, and I'll start with you here, because a lot of questions coming in for you in, why not play Jorginho? And would you, I'm not saying play Jorginho over Partey at, <laughs> at the Etihad, that's never going to happen. But are we playing against teams who, in those three games, Southampton and West Ham, who have so much speed that Jorginho couldn't deal with it? You saw Jorginho play more than any of us. How can he help us for the rest of the season? What What's happened? Why isn't Arteta using him as much? So I, th I think it's a great signing for you. Um, Tommy, he, Thomas Partey is better than Jorginho. So let's let's have that conversation over and done with right now. In that Arsenal team, there's only one player you want. Jorginho has a lot of qualities about him. And we often talk about... When, we, when you talk about people talk about Georgina, I remember people talk about this about Cesc Fabregas. Oh, Cesc without the ball, he can't, he can't affect the game. Well, what, then what you do, you compensate, you get players that can. Cesc on the ball, wowzers. 
Jorginho, if you've got time and space and teams will sit off you, he's better than, than Partey at doing that. His selection of pass, controlling the tempo of the game. But I think right now what's happened is that, that Arteta has found this team and largely... You don't have to be a gooner to, to, to name the Arsenal team. You could pretty much name when Jesus was fit. You know the team. That's it's going fair. to be Partey Shaq. You know, we all know it's going to be Martinelli. It's going to be Saka one size. Ben White, pro, yeah, probably uh, um, Zinchenko. And if fit, it's going to be Gabriel and, and Saliba. But when those one or two injuries are coming now, maybe Phil's made that one change in, in, in holding. You survive without Jesus very well, actually. I don't think that team needs to be... But maybe we're seeing a bit of fatigue. Maybe there's a little bit of that creeping in. It's been a World Cup season. It's been truncated. Now we're at the business end. Maybe there is. I mean, Saka's another one that that is his form has been magnificent. Nice but you know, is it is it a massive? Now you look at Manchester City. Well, if Rodri goes out, they can they can bring Calvin Phillips. If you know, if they can bring Alcaraz, they want if they want to leave Haaland out the team. They got they got Mares. We couldn't find Mares with a radar last three or four weeks. He comes into the team, <laughs> scores a hat trick. So you're yeah. talking about two yeah. very, very different sets of squads that are both chasing the same prize. Yeah. Kev, what do you think of this talk of, okay, so again, you know, us fans think that we're managers as well, but when you're going to the Etihad and after the way we've played, and I would I would say that Rob Holding is actually being a bit of a scapegoat because it's so easy to point the finger at Rob um, in this particular game for sure. Arteta will play Rob Holding, will he not, against Manchester City? He's not going to do Rob what Holding's Arsenal playing. fans want and bring Ben White in and put Reese Nelson at right back. And Rob Holding, Rob Holding is playing. Let me tell you now. Arsenal fans, uh, listen, there's always got to be a scapegoat. Always, for, for whatever reason. And yeah, Rob Holding, just because of his history a little bit, and he's not the same quality as Saliba, but I think Rob Holding's done all right. I'll be honest with you. I think he's done all right. The issues Arsenal has, for me, is, Jason mentioned it at the start, gloves have to come off now because Arsenal have to win. There's no more, oh, we can go there, we could be a conservative. No, Arsenal have to get back into attack mode. That is, that is it. You have to be able to attack. And I think you don't see Jorginho play solely because of the athleticism of Thomas Partey. The, the team have relied on that athleticism all season. Jorginho is a top player, and I'm so pleased he's at the club. But I think if the game's going on and you get into the second half and Jorginho comes on, then you get somebody with the experience to keep the ball and, and keep it moving, etc. But especially early on, you need to be an athlete, especially against City. You need to be able to get around them and you need to be able to put your foot in and sometimes break the lines you carry in the ball. And we know Thomas Partey can do that. So the key yeah. is, the key, the, sorry, the key for everything against Manchester City, we have to stay in the game. If we stay in the game, yes. we do have the firepower to hurt them. But we have to stay in the game. And Thomas Partey is going to play a huge part in that. So when we're talking about um, Man City, of course, there's, you know, maybe Odegaard could visit Haaland um, 
feed him some lasagna, Jay, uh, <laughs> night before, you know, maybe we could. <laughs> Imagine him turning up at his front door the day. Like, what are you doing here? <laughs> oh, I just bought you a home cooked meal <laughs> from mum. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, you know, going there, uh, I, we, you have to break ducks as well when you're going for a title run, right? We've beaten Tottenham twice. We've got four points off Liverpool this season. You know, the amount of games we won in a row, our home record and all this type of stuff that we've done and that we've achieved. But none of it will matter if we finish second. None of those things will matter. But I think to certain Arsenal fans, they will matter because of this, you know, process to progress that we're seeing. Um, if we do beat, forget if we do beat Manchester City and what that does for us for the title race, Jay. But if this Arsenal team beat City and go on to lose the title, well, this was a conversation we were having in Chicago with the Chicago Gooners. Like, if we were fourth and we had raced up to second and we missed the title, would people look at Arsenal differently? Is it because we've been leading the whole season that people are saying those things versus, you know, the other, the other, flip, the other side of the coin? Yeah, so so what what a depressing conversation that must have been if we beat Man City and don't win the title. <laughs> oh my god! How, okay, okay. So I went I went a bit I, I went apoplectic when the question yes. was asked, but it was so it, it was, was actually it? it was actually um, one of the guys from um, I think it was Paul from Arsenal Vision. We we're on a panel, right. and he said like, I would rather in some ways beat City, and if we're going to lose it, lose it gloriously by. The fact that we've got that right. notch on our belt. Right. Let me tell you now, City. if you beat if you beat City and you don't win the title, then you would have absolutely bowled it. I can't that's what you. I think. That's yeah. my I didn't want that's to use the I word bottle. Right now, now, right now, I don't see this as I don't see this as a bottle job right now. A lot of people throw it around because it's mm. you know, it's something you can say and it's quite handy. It's a bit cliche, it's a little bit lazy, but you haven't you haven't lost, you haven't lost these games. If you beat City and you don't win the title, you're gonna have to lose a game somewhere. And that for me will be, that will be worse. For that what you've just explained to me there, that that would be a worse case. That'd be a worse scenario than what you're faced with right now. If you go to Manchester City, <laughs> and and they and they beat you, let me tell you, that is no disgrace. There there aren't many better teams in world football than Manchester. You're not you're not going away to to, to Southampton or you're going away to, to Chelsea. You're not doing that. You're going away to one. Of, so look, there's so much conjecture and there's so much. That, that you know, pontificate about what might this, what might not happen. Kev's, Kev, we keep saying it. Got to go there and win. That's it. Got to go there and win. That's got to be the mindset. Get off that bus. Got to go there, boys. We got to go and win. Draw's no good. Go with attitude. A draw. Yeah. Okay. It's, that's not strictly speaking true. But if you want this title, you could win it. I think but on we Wednesday night. Yeah. Also, when you come down from 3-1 down, um, by the way, Ethelston showing up in the chat today, Jay. He supports Tottenham and he loves our show and he's oh, wow. shown up today. Very brave of you, E. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, well done. <laughs> yeah, um, he's, this is a Tottenham fan saying, I wouldn't call that bottling it coming from 3-1 down. Is there a scenario? Is there a case, Kev? To Is there a case for that? Well, I've, I've, yeah, well, listen, bottling it, no, because look, for all the poor results, Arsenal haven't lost. They're still on a 10-game unbeaten run. Absolutely. But yeah. was there a wobble? Yes. Was there a creak? Yes. Was there a shake of the foundations? Yeah, but there was no breaking. We didn't break. <laughs> came back and, and got a point. So, do you know what? That point means that this game on Wednesday is the game of the season. Yeah, so if, if Arsenal that. go and win, Jason's right. If Arsenal go and win, 
that should give you the, everybody the confidence to go and win out for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Bring on Newcastle away. Bring on Brighton at home. You, you, you've, you've beaten the champions. So you, you have to go and win it now. And if you can't get it done from there, then fair enough. You, that's called the bottom. But so you've got yeah. eight points, eight points yeah. clear. They'll have two games in hand, right? That's a nice cushion if that happens. Eight points clear, two games in. It's not because of the games in hand. It's a little bit, um, you know, you need an asterisk uh, by that. But from that yeah. moment on... And, that, and, by, and by the time we play Newcastle, they might, be, they might have their well, beach. Jay. They might be on the beach, Newcastle, by the time we play them, Kev. We don't know. I mean, no, there's those no, things. No. Newcastle up there won't be on the beach, let me tell you. <laughs> but we, we would love them to be on the beach. But you know what, Sophie? If we can go to Man City and win, then we've got no trepidation going to Newcastle. What does it? What makes everyone think we can go to Man City and win when we've had we got three points out of our last three games? And let me tell you what I've been saying on this show, Jay, because Kev knows. I've said for a long time, we know on any day with our best 11 and, a, and three of our subs at least fit, we can beat anybody because we've shown we can play great football. Where we're going to lose the title is here. Have we evolved here? And what it means to do this here. And everyone's pointing the finger at the players. But I would also like to get the go inside the dressing room with you, the players, to talk about our manager and how he's managing this. Talk to me, Jay, about the role of Mikel in our last three games, what you're seeing, what you're thinking, and what you believe his role should be with this young team. Because let's be honest, he's not been here before either, no, other than being Pep's sidekick. No, I don't. I don't think he's done too many things wrong, Arteta. I, I, I really liked his interview post-match away at Liverpool. Actually, I thought it was. If I was a player in that dressing room, I, I thought he he dealt with it very well. You can't hide the disappointment because of the two-nil lead, but he come away saying that you know this is Arsenal. We've come to Liverpool. We got a point. It's not bad. What he's got to do now is on the back of what was a very disappointing performance and result against the side that, that will be playing championship football next season. That's that's the one where he's got to try and turn this around now. Um, and you're looking now for players to bring their A game. You're looking players, you know, you, you talk about, he must be thinking about the Saliba situation. That's gone. You can't deal with that. that what's the best team I can put out now? How can I get the best out of? And, you know, it feels like Martinelli and Saka, it feels like they, they owe a performance right now. They've had three weeks off, right? The performance has got to come. And these boys, these boys have done it before. You're absolutely right what you said. They've gone to places, come to Stamford Bridge, dominated, done it over Spurs, dominated. I think you've got to try and revisit those moments, revisit, try and get them back into that mentality of what we were doing, Attack what we were doing mode. well, Attack what mode. we were how we were doing it. What was what worked for us? What what made us go to these grounds and dominate? So that I saw the game against Fulham, right? So you started that game like a train, two or three up inside the first twenty minutes, something like that. Maybe you've done exactly the same away at Liverpool, done exactly the same away at West Ham. And what happened is that the, the game changed on goals. There seemed to be a fragility about when you conceded that first goal. You've done the same at Fulham. You got the third goal and you steamrolled them. You were on course to do that for both of those games away. I think that's what you've got to try and remember. We were the better side for half an hour, both away at Liverpool and away at West Ham, and, and revisit what do we do well there. That's what we've got to try and do. And you were, honestly, you passed them to death. You couldn't get mm. near the ball. You yeah. Both teams. It was an Anfield exhibition. Was quiet. <laughs> it was an exhibition in both of those games. 
that, you got you got look, it's Man City away. It's not going to be easy, but try and get back into that. What were we doing well then? I think that's what Arteta's got to try and do. How do we deal with this guy? Um, well, straight you know, jacket. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, when, <laughs> straight jacket. Him. When, whenever look, Kev would have been in this situation when he's in, when he's on fire, when he's in a rich vein of form, and it's all about. So as a centre off, I would be saying, I mean, "Stop the supply." If you can stop the supply, that's easier said than done, right? But you've got to try and stop the game, stop the ball at source, and then of course you're talking about stopping De Bruyne, aren't you? Effectively, that's what you're talking about. Um, that's that's not easy, but Ali. yeah, you, you, I mean, he didn't score at the weekend. That was against Sheffield United, so there's there's a there's a crumb of comfort. Okay, Murray's got a hat trick, but yeah, I mean, you got. To, I think you got to try and stop the balls coming in from wide areas. In particular, I mean, I mean, all over the pitch, really. De Bruyne finds space everywhere, doesn't it? And that's going to be down to Partey and Jacka. And Odegaard might have to do a little bit of a defensive deeper work, yeah. you know, make maybe make a three in the middle of the park, but still have that outlet, either Martelli one side or or Shaka the other, Zaka the other. Wide, yeah, you whip, what? yeah. I mean, for the neutrals, it's more exciting, I think, if Man City win. But I also still think it's more exciting if Arsenal win for the neutrals as well. Um, Jay, I know that you, you've you've been rooting for us. I say that loosely because I know you hate every other team other than Chelsea. Um, but you have been, last time we spoke when we played um, earlier in the season, you said, I want Arsenal to win it. Are you still on Did that? I? Did yes, I, say that? I actually have a thumbnail of that, which oh is the thumbnail God. of the show, on, which Jay. I forgot Come to on. upload. Don't <laughs> get amnesia now, Jay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need. I'm going to need to hear that again. Um, no, I'm a Chelsea fan. <laughs> you sure that was the right guess there, Sophie? You sure you got the right person? Listen, um, there's a quote on the thumbnail of this show. Go look at it now, Squaddies, and tell me that's the truth. It says, "I want Arsenal to win." Did I, win what? <laughs> the Premier League. <laughs> Um, no, no, I, I, that, it's for me as a Chelsea fan. I don't want, I don't, I don't want any of my like, rivals win anything. But here's the conundrum I'm finding myself in after what happened at the weekend. So, the FA Cup, I don't really mind who wins that. I never, I never want my teams to go away. Or teams that are in Europe that come from the Premier League to do well. But Man City might win the treble. I'm yeah, like, we can't have that. I'm not comfortable with that. But look, I, I, if you ask yeah. me now, I'd rather City win the title. I know that's not what you want to hear, Sophie, but. No one. But it's always make. This always makes me wonder. What makes me laugh. Who cares what I think? I've got no effect on the game on Wednesday night. No one. No one's well, going to be listening. To because you know why, Jason. Because tonight you'll go on your show and you'll be like, "Has anybody seen Aaron Ramsdale?" <laughs> <laughs> no, because you draw. You can't do it when you draw. Okay, something. I'll be listening. I'll be listening. Yeah, when you right? lose, you got to lose. Yeah. Let's, real, real quick. Let's um, let's talk about a couple of other bits and bobs as well, because uh, Mason Mount is a player that apparently Arsenal are looking at, and I'm curious about Mason Mount because he's a bit of polarizing. You know, some people think he's really great. Um, you know, Kevin and I have this kind of thing where we talk about players who work in the shadows that maybe aren't overtly, you know, super flashy on the pitch. He has shown glimpses of just, you know, kind of beautiful moments, scored some great yeah. goals. Yeah. Um, What's happening with him and would he fit for us? And what do you know about Mason from a from a culture point of view? I feel like he fits in well at Arsenal. Right. So from what I know, and this is just from reading the papers, but it's a little bit of, you know, maybe information around Stanford Bridge. He hasn't signed that contract. He had a meeting with Bowley over the weekend. Um, it's a very difficult situation he finds himself in because the last 12 months at Chelsea has been absolute chaos, both off the field, 
on the field, upstairs, dealings on the transfer. It, it, there's been no stability at, at Stanford It's been br- brilliant Pretty to much. watch, to be honest with it's you. Been, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it's been fabulous, and I don't, and I would expect that. But ever since Putin walked into Ukraine, Chelsea Football Club has never been the same again. And Bowley has come in, and he, he came in with a, a very short window because the deal wasn't done until June of last year. So they had a very short time to get transfers in. And I think that Mason Mount is probably, he has been very unlucky with the fact that there's been such chaos. There's not one Chelsea player that's played well. I'm trying to think who's going to be Chelsea's player of the season. Not Aubameyang. Good luck with, well, good luck with finding out anyone. I mean, maybe Thiago Silva, you know, he's just, he's just... Without, he's outrageously good still, even at 39. Mm. But I think what... So, going on to, the, I think, the point you're asking, do I think he'll leave Chelsea? There is a very strong possibility that he will leave Chelsea. Liverpool are interested. So, every manager that's ever ever played Mace loves him. Every manager, without exception. But you've got to you've got to play on his terms. So, it's got to be high-energy football. You've got to get him squeezing the ball. You've got... Southgate loves him. Frank loved him. Um, Tuchel loved him. Potter loved him at, at the beginning until his form started to, to, to drift. But it's that high intense, high energy, high press. The boy's got quality. He's a lovely lad as well. I mean, you know, this, this is something that, that in modern day football, you look around that England squad, you've got, you got Saka, you've got Grealish, you've got Mason Mount. These all seem like lovely lads. Like, you know, the sort mm-hmm. of lads you take on, but work ethic, second to none. Second to none. I think whoever gets him is very fortunate. Yeah. Kev, are you a fan of Mount? I, I am. Do you, know, do you know what I like about Mason Mount? He's a threat. He's a goal-scoring threat. When he's on his game, he's a goal-scoring threat. And midfielders who score goals, are, we've said it before, Sophie, they are worth their weight in gold. People who could take a bit of pressure off your strikers, he can get in there and score some goals. So, I think, again, Mason Mount, <laughs> Chelsea's chaos is going to be somebody else's bonus. Yeah. And the manager who walks into that job, a good manager walks into that job with that talent. Listen, I don't buy... There's, they've got talent there. I mean, they've got some good players. It's about carving them into a team. Right, Jay? I mean... Under-perform- underperforming, underachieving, all over the pitch, from the top to the bottom, right at Chelsea. It's been, it's just been, there's no stability. That's what's got to happen. The stability comes from the board, making the big decisions, get the big decisions right. And they haven't got the big decisions right. So so the board have got to get the next one. Spurs are going through almost an identical situation. It comes from Levy. Levy's got nowhere to hide now because you know everyone else is going. And all of a sudden, it's, it's you know, he's getting exposed badly. Chelsea have got the next decision he's got to get right, Boney, is their managerial appointment. And it looks like it's going to be Mopo, but I don't know, but it looks like it. That's got to be there. And then work with him, with the squad he's got, move out players, and then work with that squad. It, you've seen Chelsea getting a manager. Chelsea getting a manager who hasn't won anything, Jay. What's that about? Well, yeah, he overachieved. I felt he overachieved at Spurs, underachieved at PSG. So I think that what he done when they were playing at Wembley with a self-imposed transfer ban to get them second and to win, to, to get to a Champions League final, I thought was overachieving, personally. Um, but, he, you know, he's got to get the best out of these players. He turned Carl Walker and Danny Rose into top-class fullbacks. Got the best out of Vertonghen and his uh, his other mate alongside him. Um, who's the other one? I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, the other um, Vertonghen yeah. and, uh, and... Yes, um, anyway, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Alderweireld. 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 Yeah. <laughs> 
He has played a lovely brand of football. With the, the squad he's going to have at Chelsea is going to be better than the squad that he, that he had at Spurs and consistent yeah. top four football. We're at that level, Soph. When, mm-hmm. when people say, take us to the next level, our next level from where we are now is getting back into European football. That's our next level. Promise you won't hire a new manager before we play so there's none of that manager bounce bullshit happening. Let, let me tell you now, let me tell you now, <laughs> Soph. You will beat us. Next, is it next Wednesday? Next Tuesday? Next Tuesday? Second. Tuesday. The 2nd second of May. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you'll beat us. I've and got mud- no confidence. Mudrickle mud- score. <laughs> well, I, really? How is he? You're, how is he, Jay? <laughs> yeah, how, yeah, how is he? he because looks, obviously... He, he looks like his confidence has taken a knock. Mm. You know, he looks... They're, yeah. they're, all, they're all a little bit like that. Kukurea. You know, everyone's... A, they need a strong manager to come in and get this tr- squad trimmed down and work out the system they want to play to get their best players in the best positions, in the best system to get the best results. And unfortunately, Potter didn't do that. Okay, quick quick question about Man United, and then we'll let Jay go. Um, so, Jason, by the way, have a word with Andy Goldstein having a pop at our mascot. What's that about, eh? Gunnosaurus? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, it was our, our mascot on the day who walks out with uh, the um, with the players. Aren't they called the mascots too? Who works out yeah. with the team. Works out with the team. He's, you know, the, he's, the young he's, children. He's the it's, a, it's just a signing of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah do you know what? I've done my piece on TalkSport. Yeah. I don't know what this is. This is a phenomenon in social media. They all want to dig players out. They, You know, I, we don't know the full facts. They were, they looked like they were going into a ground, right? It looked like they had their... They were, had their it was their, before their, kickoff at West Ham. Right. Right, so to, so so to me, that I don't even know if they knew who she was. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm not. It's a, it was a non-story, an absolute Good. non-story. I said okay. that at the time. Um, sure, you're not wearing a, red under that shirt today. No, but it's, it's, I call it I call it as I see it. It's a non-story. It didn't need to be made as much about it in the press. And do you know what it is as well? It's Twitter. It's a toxic place. It's social media. And then you get one person saying something, and all of a sudden the, the, the list grows and grows. It yeah. was, yeah, pile on. was totally yeah. un, totally unnecessary. You're not on it anymore, are you? Even though you're not. You're no, not I don't. Awesome. I don't. I, I dip in and dip out. I don't tweet anymore because it's just. It was just a terrible place for yeah. terrible people. So, you know, try uh, in the end. I it is. And the dad came out and said that she had an amazing time and everyone was lovely well, then, and she spent well, then, more time. The only people that mattered enjoyed that. it. Exactly. Yeah, well, then, yeah. I wrote people, to him. He didn't write me offended. back. People get offended on behalf of other people. It's the society we live in. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, I loved it how Arsenal fans were tweeting Goldstein and saying, look at United fans, ignore uh, United players ignoring um, uh, fans at uh, Everton after you lost at Everton. So, yeah. All right. If United win the FA Cup and the Carling Cup, we finish yeah. second, lads. Yeah. Have they had a better season than us? Um, well, trophy-wise, yeah. Trophy-wise, yeah. Trophy-wise, yeah. Trophy-wise, yeah. Trophy-wise, yeah. Listen, I would. we've said it all along, Solf. Silverware is what it's about. Silverware is so important, especially for a new manager like Ten Hag, to get them to a couple of finals. They've won one. Obviously got a big game against Man City in the FA Cup final to finish the season. Um, Mm. If he could get them two trophies, they've had a great season. And... They need Champions League football, though. For me, yeah, I think they do. I think they'll get there. I think they'll. I think they'll get there. I think what whatever happens for Arsenal this season, you know, win the title or whatever happens, I think that Arsenal will go away and they'll look at, at, the, at the Saliba coming out. That that shouldn't that shouldn't dent. It shouldn't have the the impact that it, it would appear right now that mm. it may have had. 
that that can't be allowed to happen. If you look back over, I'm trying to think now of Chelsea when I used to watch. We had Carvalho, we had Gallas, we had John Terry, we had Robert Huth. You know, you one come out, okay, you missed your number twos, your number one, number twos, if that makes sense. Yeah. But what can't happen, <laughs> you can't have one injury affecting the results going into a title run. You know, yeah. that, that will be an area they'll look to rectify, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, but Jace, Jace, this is a really good point you make, but but here's the truth of the of the whole situation. Chelsea have been in Champions League building that squad, so they have the squad there. Arsenal haven't been in it for such a long time that the level of player you're going to attract isn't there. Yeah, I was on fair. I was on with Lee Judges last night and, and Dan Potts, and they said they asked the question, give me one word to sum up the season if we don't win it. I said crucial because we'll be in the Champions League and then we'll be able to recruit the right players as a squad to come together. For Arsenal, yeah. it's crucial. We we are overachieving at the moment. If we don't win it, we're going to be gutted. But it's yeah, crucial yeah. that we get the opportunity to to fatten that squad with quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> boys have been watching the Highbury squad out. Oh, my word, which I have for you guys to, to finish uh, finish the show on. But before we do that, Jason, who wins the title? Who ends up in the Champions League spots? Who gets relegated? Okay, so the, the, the top four is easy. It's, it's as is. For me, I think I think that, that there's not enough behind. Don't you can't trust Liverpool to get in there. They look they, they're too they, they look fragile defensively. I think that they'll they'll still drop points. I think United will find a way to get there. So I think it will be the way it is. Um, who's going to win the title? I mean, because Arsenal. I've been saying Arsenal pretty much since the World Cup ended. I felt Arsenal were going to go and win it. Felt so. I'm going to stick with that. I'm going to say Arsenal are going to win it. But on Wednesday night. It, You've got you've got to go and come away with something. You can't get beat. You can't get beat. Mm. Um, who's going down? Well, Southampton look look doomed. Everton worry me. Everton worry me a lot because Sean Dyche is coming. I was watching a rerun of match of the day this morning. Apparently, his side have conceded the fourth amount of goals since he's come in. Since he's been there. Yes, the fourth. Yeah, there's teams. The teams below that in a relegation fight have conceded only four teams. I think conceded more goals than his side. So I'm mm. like, that's a worrying stat because they don't. That's a relegation me. stat. Yeah, I think I think Wolves are out of it. I think West Ham are out of it. I think Crystal Palace are out of it. Who leaves that? Forest, they're away for me. Is, is I mean, it's non-existent. They can't pick up points. I'm going to go Southampton, Forest. Who have I missed out? Has anyone missed out down there? I don't think Leeds. I yeah, Leeds. Leeds or Everton. I know that's not that's cheating a bit. Is that, is no, that, but <laughs> it's it, it's it is. So tight, isn't it? It's so tight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Southampton, I'm gonna go Forest, and do you know what? I'm gonna go Leeds. I'll go Leeds because Sean Dyche, he's a you know, he's a an experienced enough man, he'll probably just get enough points. All right, cool. So Kev does this every week now when a guest comes on because it can change with Arsenal every single week. But Jay, one word for Mikel Arteta. One word for Arteta. Um Yeah, that's two words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would, I would, I would try to come up with the word that, 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 that meant calm. I mean, you know, this, this, it's in the hands. You know, don't, this, not, don't panic yet. C calm. There, is that, mm. does that work? Yeah, yeah, calm. Kev, what's your yeah. word of the week this week for Mikel? Um, 
Smart. Got to be smart. All Got right. to be smart. We're going up to, awesome. to the reigning champions, Gaff. To be smart. What about Ramsdale? Paul Ramsdale heading into face City after that, Jay. Your one word for Rambo 2.0. No, he's been brilliant. Uh, I mean, no, forget that. It happens. Goalkeepers make mistakes. He kept you in the game. Uh, you know, he made a brilliant save away at West Ham. I think a brilliant save at, at Liverpool. I think so. Um, he made actually a very good save. That, that yeah. It's first first time against Southampton, which was instinct. Um, Out from Alcaraz. No. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was near post. Um, uh, what, one word for him. Yeah. Oh, he's it, fine. 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 Me. All right. Fine. I like that. Kev? Confidence. Be confident. Okay. Confidence. All right. And how about this one? It. Manchester City. One word for Manchester City, Jay. I've got one. Um, it starts with W, um, but I'm going to say. One word for City. One word. Um, Wombles. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Thanks, Kev. I, I mean, patience. I mean, they, they, you know, they, if you're them right now, They've got this fire. Just remain patient. They're a very patient team. I'd say patience. They'll, you know, they'll they'll believe they can get the points my, required. Kev, yeah. my word for City is focus. They just have to focus because they know they've got the players. They know they've they've been there, seen it, done it. They're in the Champions League semi final against Real Madrid. Yeah. So the focus has to be has to be right. Man, if Pep wins the treble with them, oof, I tell you. Right, we're going to let Jay go, but Kevin and I are going to stay on for just a few more minutes. Um, so, closing statement, Jason Cundy for the squaddies, for the Arsenal Nation, for football in general. Everyone gets a closing statement before they leave the station at Squad Central. Well, because I'm on with, with, with you guys, you know, whatever happens this season, Arsenal have shown, actually, what a good manager they've got, what a brilliant young squad they've got. And next season, I think, can only get better. You know, there will be... You'll get that deeper in the cup competitions, I expect. You know, you'll, 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 you'll add to that squad that Kev was just talking about. It's, it's been a brilliant season. You can't deny that. But... It, you can go from, okay, let me just change it. It can be an unbelievable season to what's been a really, really good season, depending on where you finish with its first or second. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Kevin, do you have a parting comment for okay. Mr. Jason? Well, we're we working together again, Kev. We haven't seen you in, in, in talk sport for a little <laughs> Listen, bit. Listen, ever since we've done that Friday, Friday night and we've got people singing songs, they haven't put us back together again, Jay. <laughs> Well, I've got it's to say, show. listen, I had I had some absolute fun times with Jason on the Friday night show. It was brilliant. And Jason, listen, you just keep doing what you're doing, mate. It's Thanks brilliant. for coming on. and, and Our uh, pleasure, and boys. Joining and us, girls. Mate. All right, listen. Thanks. Love you both. Take Love you, care, Jay. Jay. Take care, mate. Take, Take care. care. Bye -bye. Thanks for coming Bye -bye. on. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. You can listen to Jason on the sports bar in the Bye -bye. evenings and... Um, and, uh, of course, uh, Kev, by the way, Ke the Campbell and Cundy show has a ring to it, does it not? <laughs> it does, you know, so. And I'll tell you what, we used to play against each other, as you know, from, from when we were kids. But because we're the same era, we were playing all the same tunes and all that, all the 80s tunes. We were getting people to sing on, on, uh, on the radio. It was brilliant. Honestly, it was yeah. really good. Yeah, good stuff. Thanks to Jason for coming on. Kev, I just wanted to, a couple minutes just to say, you know, um, say hi to you. And uh, I know, you know, we were off last week working. You have been everywhere, and uh, it's just been a bit of a nuts time. And uh, listen, I was... it's gonna be it's it's gonna be manic <laughs> until Thursday for me, especially this week. Yeah, it's crazy. Imagine it's, it's gonna be crazy. 
But do you now, know what, Soph? I want to I want to say this. I want to say this to to the to the Gooners and the squaddies. Guys, do not throw this team away. They're ours. We asked for a title challenge. And you know what? It never goes to plan. We would wouldn't it be what type of league would it have if Arsenal won the league by eight, nine points as 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 a as a young squad? It's not gonna happen. I'd rather win it. I'd rather win it when it goes down to the wire. We need it to go down to that last game. That's what we need. And I think it will. Truth of the matter, I think it will. You know what, Kev? I was I was saying that to you. Look at the lights changing. Sorry, I mean it's early for me, so it's a little bit it's yeah. a little bit different of an hour lighting wise. Um, but Kev, this is the thing we were talking about before we came out and stuff. Like I've really tried to just focus on the journey, and I'm still trying. But the Southampton game, it was. I was in Chicago, by the way. Um, I didn't. It was hard for me to say anything about Chicago and our Chicago Gooners at the start of the show because Jason's here and we just want to get stuck in and we had to get him out before four o'clock and he's got a certain time. But we're going to do a show that is just dedicated to what happened in Chicago. And our fans and Kev, they love their message. Um, It was just brilliant, the video that you and Matt Turner and Amy Lawrence and everyone did um, before the event. Those guys, I'm not going to name them by in, individually because I'm going to have them all on. We're going to do a special show. But let me tell you something. Palooza, Chicago, what a weekend. Everyone's asking me where I got my hat in chat. Thanks to Rem, wonderful woman I met um, there. I said to her, I love your hat. She took it off. She gave it to me. When we do the show together, I'll show you the most generous, beautiful, wonderful human beings you will meet. And Kev, the US fans know, they put this banner up as well at the event. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh my god, brilliant. Oh, so brilliant. This is the whole gang together after the panel. Arsenal Vision, Elliot was there and Paul and Tom Canton's been there for a week. I think Tom might be dying. He's looking forward to going home today. Don't ever drink a uh, uh, Marlowe if a Chicago and offers it to you. Look, they even had the toilet seat there. It's happened again. Kev, you were missed. They love you. And it was just the most brilliant event. Follow at Chicago Gooners. The Arsenal America groups are very special. They can't wait to get you out here one day as well, Kev. Fantastic. Fantastic. Listen, uh, uh, as you know, it was was such a busy day on Friday for for myself. But I I, I, I recorded in the car, didn't I? I was on the way to Sky at the time. So I recorded in the car and sent it to yourself. And uh, listen, <laughs> brilliant. The American fan base for, for, for Arsenal is unbelievable. They are huge. And it was nice to play a little part. So I must say, so I was a little bit jealous. I've got to say that. <laughs> I was, I, I'm seeing all the photos and, and all that. I, I am a little bit jealous, so to be honest with you. We've got to do something very soon out We there. do, Kev. And let me tell you how many people came with their coins and showed me their coins and how really? many people oh, have ordered brilliant. their Zenith coins. Zenith coins, um, you guys should be stoked because, I mean, they're just loving it, absolutely loving it. And then I got um, this picture as well. Where is it? From Mark. Mark got his uh, new clock end coin as well this weekend fantastic, to match his fantastic, Arsenal fantastic. coin too. And um, we gave a few away. Um, by the way, Zenith, we've got some deliveries to make, but it was brilliant. It was great. And uh, you, yeah, next time, 
Yeah, super, Kevin. And and the fact that we're going to do it all over again in DC for the All-Star game, and it looks like Arsenal are heading to Los Angeles as well. It's just going to be a brilliant, another brilliant summer tour. And the US fans, like, once again, showing their love for the club. We sent a message to Rebecca and the boy and the two Robbies at NBC as well. And, you know, it was fun. Just thank Lovely. you for your hospitality, your epic human beings. And um, Kev, they want you there next time. Listen, I will, I will, I will endeavour to be there, Soph. All right. The, the one problem is, if when it's during the season, a lot of the time I'm stumped because I'm already no. booked. But I, I, I admit, Soph, I was. <laughs> yeah, Kev had some FOMO. I was, I was, I was jealous of you and the, the Chicago Gooners. What, and you know what? It had a good feel to it. It was lovely. Yeah, brilliant. Well, look, I know we went out earlier today and a lot of you will be listening to this on replay and those on our audio platform. Thank you. Sorry um, uh, we weren't able to bring you shows uh, every day last week. It's at that time where there's I've got a massive project that's happening on Saturday, Kev. I'm actually working um, on the Enterprise 40th Gala event in Los Angeles, which is a massive occasion. Uh, Deborah Cox is performing. Uh, Fran Drescher is being honoured. A wonderful man called Jack Mizell, even though he's a Tottenham fan, who I'm working with on a project, is being honoured. All these great people doing good things from all different communities. So what I'm going to try and do for you guys is I'm going to go out early. So this week you might see... Um, 3 p.m., 4 p.m. shows pop up. So just look out for it in our community. And, of course, Kev will hop in and send vids whenever he can. Super well, Kev. Here's, here's one for the squaddies. Make sure you tune in to Little Solf at 6 o'clock today. Me and Little Solf are on. Nice. Don't be late. Absolutely love it. And for there those you of go. you asking, our Arsenal women, you know that I just don't mention them. I do shows about them. So we wow. are going to do a special show with Susie Rack this week from The Guardian and Demi and about our Arsenal women. What a result, Kev, against Wolfsburg. Despite the challenges and what's happened, we yes. haven't talked about Leia's injury. We're going to get into all of that. But between all of that, Go to Little Soph's channel and watch her and Kev have a chat. I think that's wonderful. Awesome stuff, Kev. Awesome. And you know what, Soph? The women lead the men this time because you've got to find a way, Soph. This, yes, Kev. You've got to find a way. And do you know what? There's nothing better than to go to your rivals as a goon and win. I love so that. So Mikel and the team find a way. Exactly. Find a way, guys. I mean, Definitely. the women, Kev, like ACLs, you got Meadamar, Williamson, and Mead. I mean, it doesn't get, it's like Saliba, Partey, Jesus, all gone. I mean, it's huge. And the way they're fighting away, back. So, and do you yeah. know what? The supporting cast has to step up. I, I mentioned Chris Hudson put something on um, earlier on, and I, he was talking about players that get injured. And he forgot in, in 91, we lost Tony Adams for two months. So whoever it is, somebody coming in has to step up. Somebody has to come in and step up. We can do it. We've got to believe it. Because if we don't, we might as well pack up now, guys. Don't drop the team. Let's stick with the team. And let's see where the chips fall at the end of the season, guys. Because you know what? We can do it. We can yes. do it. 
We certainly can. We certainly can. All right. Don't forget to use your code HS15 at Zenith. It will be at the top pinned on the show. We back live uh, tomorrow morning. And uh, not the show's doing oh, this isn't the Tom Canton stealing the morning show. <laughs> this is a scheduling issue. And by the way, what's morning for me is afternoon for Tom. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, but I uh, hope Tom's recovered. Oh, poor Tom Kev. Woo. He was a week. He was in there. He was in Chicago for a week. I was there for three days. God bless him. <laughs> well, listen, well, he's had the hospitality of the of the of the Chicago Gooners and all the Gooners anyway. Totally. I'm sure he had a great him, Magic Mike, him and Magic Mike looked like they were having fun at the Chicago Cubs and all that. So Oh yeah. Magic Mike him. smashed it. Yeah, he smashed it as the panelist. He did a brilliant job um, as the uh, the host of the panel. And thanks for bringing up Magic. Otherwise, I would have forgotten. But he knows how much I love him and what an amazing job he does as well. Kev, take us out. Right. Listen, Gooners, it's time. It's time to believe. And it's time to focus on what we need to do. So do you know what? The whole football club is on the up. We've had three results that we, we didn't want, but we didn't lose. So let's back the boys. Let's have some belief and let's see where the chips fall. We love you. Tell your loved ones you love them. And remember, the Chicago Gooners, I'm jealous of Sophie and all of you <laughs> together. Squaddies, love you. And at ease, squaddies. At ease. <laughs> Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad.